0: hello everyone um, so I'm back with another podcast it's been a while uh, I don't know how long but it's been a while and I have so much to tell you so I don't know if I will do that in one recording or I will just upload two, two different topics because maybe it's just gonna be all too much for one <laughs> um, I'm in Cambodia right now I left Thailand six days ago arrived in Cambodia and yeah a lot have, a lot have happened a lot has happened since then um, so where do I start uh, I should start in crossing the border which was um, I did that in hot it um, was not very far away from Traat. Um I really um, looked into crossing the border because there were a lot of rumors on being scammed and so on so i kind of prepared myself for that and well yeah it's kind of true Um, it's better anyways to pay in dollars instead of thai baht because in thai baht the exchange rate is just not correct at all and you pay much more in baht than you would do in dollars so i paid in dollars and and from the moment you enter Cambodia, there are like, I don't know, 10, to 12 people asking to drive you wherever you want to go. And I first wanted to figure it out myself. So I went into a shop just to think. And I was so stubborn. I think I've never been so stubborn. Um, and they started yelling at me. They were angry with me because I was being so stubborn Oh no. I, I read somewhere, somewhere online, but I like, I mean, I searched for it like two minutes. Um, I read somewhere online that you could, you could uh, take a, a ferry um, to the place I wanted to go to Kokong. <laughs> the ferry was non-existent, <laughs> so I said, "No, I want to take a ferry. I'm gonna take a ferry." Well, if you find a ferry, you call me. Blah blah. blah. Oh my God, I was just fighting with these guys. It was so I said to them, "You don't like me, right? You don't like me? No, no, I do like you. It's fine. You just..." anyway so uh, i got to a place that i wanted to go and i just i just picked out some random guy uh, and with a um, a scooter so i just had the taxi scooter for 20 minutes and it was fine it was a cheap cheap option which was good Uh, so then i arrived in kokong Uh, kokong is like this nice little village very authentic very cool Um, yeah nice little place i wanted to do jungle trekking there but i didn't organize it when I went, well, actually, they just didn't organize it for one person, and because I'm solo traveling, you know, they just didn't want to organize it just for me, which I understand uh, absolutely. And also, there was this sea festival going on, so I asked them, you know, should I just wait for two days, or or one day, or a bit longer? You know, who knows? Somebody will join in, and I can do the trekking anyways. But he was like, yeah, I don't think people. Will want to go to the trekking because it's sea festival and I was like I just don't think you want to go <laughs> so anyway I give up and the next day I went over to Kampot and it was a bit stupid of me because you know it was in the evening I was looking where am I going to go am I going to go to Phnom Penh or to Kampot and uh, I was talking with the guy from the hostel the night guard and he was like yeah i should go to Kampot." and when i looked at the map it was indeed a good idea to do it to go to there um he said yeah there's a bus and uh, i can take care of it it's fifteen dollars i was like whoa that's a lot of money fifteen dollars stupid i mean how could i be so stupid of course when they arrange it for you it's gonna be much more expensive and i even had remark wow that's a lot of money even like for in belgium it would be a lot of money <laughs> stupid me Anyway, so it didn't really ring a bell up until the next morning when, it should have already rang a bell when, you know, when they said they were going to pick you up. I mean, normally I always go by public transport, that you need to take all your bags to the bus station, blah, 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 whole thing, you know, to... Anyway, so it picked me up um, half an hour late, which was fine, doesn't matter. But I just, it was this minivan, and it was, I just had no, I didn't know where to sit because it was completely full and not with people but with just big bags of rice (laughs) and i've had that before i mean it's kind of fine but i mean i just prepared myself for okay so i have to sit here with my back so straight (laughs) because of the bags pushing in my back for five hours Hmm. i don't know if this will work out anyway I, i i i know fetch my book and I started reading but I couldn't really like focus on my book because this bag of rice was pushing in my back and all of a sudden I don't know it just pushed me completely over and then we switched places and then anyway it worked out and then, then we made a stop uh, we made a stop for chicken no not cooked chicken not roasted chicken but just live chickens uh, for chickens uh, two of them just hang on the back of the the front seats and I just watched the chicken for four hours, a live chicken in a basket. And then the other two were just, I don't know, were stuffed around and under the chairs and rice and oh my God. So, but then this guy at the front seat, at the passenger seat, was watching this YouTube movie on, I don't know, on chickens, (laughs) because there was this rooster that was, how do you say, how do you even how do you say it in English that were um, Well, there, how do you say that even anyway? I, I don't know. So the chickens on this YouTube movie were making noise, you know like calling each other, and then the real chickens were calling each other. The real chickens in the minivan were also making noise. so all of a sudden it <laughs> was surrounded by chicken noise. and then I thought, I will definitely be a vegetarian after this. And then like two seconds later I thought, nah, never. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe never say never, but it's like, nah, maybe not. <laughs> because like a couple of hours later I just stopped at some place, was hungry, and I just ordered chicken soup. So yeah, sorry. Um yeah. So anyway, there were these nice two girls that were sitting next to me who worked in the massage salon in Kampot. And we were like in kind of a traffic jam in Kampot itself, well driving into Kampot and uh, they said, yeah, just come with me, Um, we'll just take a tuk-tuk to where we live in the center, we work in the center and you can go over there, drop your bags over there and you can just have a look at what hostel or guest house you want to stay, which was so kind, so they took me with them didn't even have to pay the tuk-tuk so kind to me, I could drop my bags over there and just walk around with my smaller backpack and just, you know, see what place is is best. I I tend to book places uh, by by booking.com, especially when I arrive late um, or just to have already like a feel and and a look at things and look where they are in in the map. read some reviews but it's always really nice to just walk around but I must say when I have my big backpack on and my smaller backpack I look like a mule and which is okay I can definitely look like a mule I don't mind but I feel like a mule a very loaded mule and it's just <laughs> really heavy on the back to just walk around for ages looking for a place to stay um, so yeah good deal then I stayed at Bird's Nest in Kampot really nice hostel I think the first place where, um, I don't know, which was very clean, which was nice as well, good bed, we had a little terrace, um, yeah, it was nice, it was really perfect, met a night sky, uh, South Korean, um, yeah, it was just very, very cool. Um, I think I'm already talking about quite a lot, and um, I wanted to split this up in two parts, but yeah, I'm still at the park, I'm still at the part one like Kampot Um, the thing was about Kampot there there's a lot of expats living there which was kind of interesting to see they're really settled in they've opened up coffee shops and vegan places and I could have avocado toast and and so on and so on and so on and it was kind of nice you know it's kind of nice to just when everything around you is um, new all of the time Then it's kind of nice to just go back to something familiar, and that for me was like having my coffee and having a book, (laughs) reading a book, so not having a book, you don't have a book, I mean, you know so, yeah so I had my coffee um, read a book, chilled had some good muesli, had a good oatmeal like, I don't know, it was nice to have that and they told me about this garden party so I went, and I was just absolutely surprised that none of those people there were Cambodian they were all expats so uh, yeah real expat culture over there it was nice um, kind of hard to really like I don't know fit in or or get into contact with some people because they're not they were not backpackers you know they were not just coming through or eager to meet new people they were just you know having their party with the people in the community they know um, from there, I took the scooter to Kep. Kep, so K E P. And I went to the crab market, not crap market, with crab, like the animal crab. Crab market is famous for the blue crab. They even have like this statue in the water that says, Welcome to Kep. <laughs> it's like a big blue crab. Welcome to Kep, it says. Felt very welcome completely different than Kampot. They say it's like this sleepy town without really a center. It's true, but I liked Kampot. It was nice to just, I don't know, it was nice a lot of bars, a lot of like restaurants, good food um, But not that many locals and then Kep was the other way around. It was also on a Sunday It was on the beach and a lot of just Cambodians were out and swimming and everywhere they had hammocks which um, was so so cool I didn't have crab on the market, but I had shrimps because I know that if if I would just eat crab, I will just look at it and it will just, I don't know. I think I will not have a lot of meat to eat because I had no idea how to deal with crab. Um, I had shrimps. It was a kind of an ordeal to get the whole thing done because I had to buy the shrimps like fresh. Separately and then I had to talk someone talk to someone who could cook them for me And then I had to buy my rice someplace else and then all together I had my meal it was absolutely great though. It was so good. It was So good I had a half a kilo half a kilo of shrimps because I wanted a quarter But she was not she was not having it. She wanted to sell me one kilo and then I said no, 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 no Just a half kilo will be fine uh, And she didn't understand quarter. So yeah, I went for a half kilo It was great Uh, And I loved riding the scooter as well. It was only half an hour drive um, And the day before I already went to the national park, which was (laughs) much more So I I think I just drove from 11 o'clock until 4 o'clock in the afternoon non-stop. So I had my uh, I was already quite used to to riding the scooter by then Um, So yeah, that was nice and then I took the train to well the next day I took the train to Knoppen I thought that was very smart of me to take the train. It wasn't. But well, it was. It had some pros and cons. Um, the bus would have got me there in three hours, then the train got me there in six hours. We were supposed to leave at 8 30, it left at 10 30. <laughs> the scenery was so nice and you could see quite a lot of it because the train went so slow that I could just see everything. <laughs> well it was really it was really nice instead of just driving around cities, Uh, we drive around the countryside, and the countryside is absolutely beautiful, so I really enjoy that, Um, and then arrive in Phnom Penh, and then I will tell you a bit about that in my next podcast, so first I will stop this, alright, see you in the next one!